0: Hey there, everyone. This is Jacqueline Jacks for ABA Live Radio. I'm sitting here on a Behind the Music episode with Ruth from the Song Taylors and Dylan Klein. She's out in Australia joining us remotely, of course, especially during coronavirus shutdown. How are you doing, Ruth?
1: I'm very well. Thank you, Jacqueline. It's lovely to hear your voice again. I'm in Melbourne, Australia, where it's pouring with rain this morning. So in case you hear noise in the background, it's the rain
0: bucketing down. We love the rain here. Oh my we goodness. always welcome it. Yes. Yeah, that's true, right? I, well, when I was in Florida, it rained every day, especially this time of year. <laughs> every day. I'm well used to it. The, uh, the you know, how has the coronavirus and this shutdown and everything there? I know you guys have recently reopened up, which is good. You're starting to get back, hopefully, right? But when it was when everything was shut down, and I don't know how it was for you in your area, what struggles did you find or, or how did it affect you? Did it affect you directly?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And we're, we're not out of it at all, uh, so we're... Um in Australia, they're starting to lift restrictions, but very slowly, mm-hmm. and um, they're doing it state by state. Um, I guess, like in many countries, their provinces or states. And uh, the uh, the federal government has said that restrictions can begin to be eased, but on a individual states m- might make their own decisions. For example, about schools and so on. So. That's um right. Yes, it hit very hard, and uh, that was the reason I wrote the song together. So, uh, you know, when, when it when it first hit, it, it hit very quickly, and the lockdown happened very quickly. Um, and so, we've been in lockdown. Oh, it feels like about six weeks now, and our borders are still closed. Our external borders are still closed. Our internal borders are some some of them are still closed as well. So. We'll start to see an easing, hopefully soon, but I think it's going to take a long time before uh, life as we knew it before uh, returns.
0: Yeah, I think so too. It's it's very stressful. You know, even though I'm still working the same, if not, I'm busier than I was before, but I just, there's still this like underlying stress factor, right? And I think it's because every time I watch the news, I'm just seeing the death tolls, and like as we try so badly, as everybody tries to get back to normal and like maybe open up the economy, um, there's that level of coronavirus that just keeps you know knocking at the door, and and everybody's open to it, like it's hitting children and elderly and all of us. So it's very very frightening. And I was wondering, you know, working remotely you know music always adapts doesn't it so working remotely it was it a natural thing for you to do because i know you've done other projects with people but have you ever done one with someone so far away because i can't remember no.
1: <laughs> this is a first it's the first um, it's the first time we've produced a what I would call a releasable, uh, you know, we we have high-quality standards working on our our recordings and it's the first time we've ever produced a song uh, recording somebody from their home studio. So um, we've never done this before, so it Mm -hmm. is a first for us. Um, When when we started, uh, when I wrote the song, um, I wrote it... Uh, at one o'clock in the morning um, because for me, working remotely has been something I've been used to doing a long time because I work uh, for the Asia-Pac region and for Global. So I'm up on conference calls night after night until midnight, have been um, even more so in the last few months because I've been on our crisis response team. So it's actually been my job to try to keep our people safe. Mm. Um, So... Um, So for my work, working remotely uh, has been very natural and we've been doing it for a long time and obviously it's had to increase because we locked down all our offices so people had to work remotely. Mm
2: -hmm. But um, I actually wrote the song
1: after one of those conference calls because I was inspired by how we as a team of people in my work environment were actually working together across the globe Um, and managing to get things done and managing to keep our people safe. And I was inspired by that, but at the same time I felt, as you say, felt so upset and worried Mm -hmm. about what was happening. And in particular, at the time I wrote it, the the first thing that happened in Australia is the curtains went down on on the theatre. The theatres were shut straight away. Wow, yeah. and so musicians and artists were out of work just like that yep. just literally overnight mm-hmm. so it's like the lights went out on on, on Broadway if you like they, they went out and the the arts industry was the first one that was that really felt the hit and obviously others then followed and, and everybody's been affected
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you'll see there's a line in the song that says uh, um, the curtains will rise that um and we'll relight the sky. So that's a reference to trying to give some hope to the people in the theatre and arts industry that the curtains will rise again um, for everybody. So it's um, metaphoric as well as literal.
0: You did a great job on the song. I, I really I find myself playing it a lot more because of the, the lyrics and because of the message, you know, I'm... Um, I really do. I when I'm doing these live streams, which is something so new for us, right? we're We're yes. barely a month into these. But I find that like so many people need comfort that these songs and in your song together has been really instrumental in in giving people some lyrics, you know, something that just makes them feel more comfortable. And I've gotten a lot of messages about it. I've gotten a lot of people saying, you know, I'm so glad for the songs that you're playing because I'm not getting these anywhere else. You know, I I really count on ABA Live Radio to deliver inspiring messages. And somehow you guys just send me all the inspiring songs in the world. And it's wonderful (laughs) because that just it just works out, you know. And they appreciate it. They do. it's,
1: It's great to hear that music can
0: be a source of comfort for people. Oh, um, tremendous. And, I can't get and over and how powerful. you're
1: doing
0: a tremendous job. I mean, you must be working 18-hour days and nights, same as me. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I get <to> the weekend <laughs> and I'm so tired. I was like, at first when we did the live stream, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could totally do that seven days a week. And then I'm like, there's no way I can do this seven <laughs> days a week. I'm like, I can't live stream on the weekends. I need to just sleep.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: and not have to do your hair and makeup. We've all got isolated.
0: Yeah, and it's you know it, there's amount of adrenaline too, like the energy level, and when you don't bring that energy level, people notice and then they say things yeah. to you. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm not that high right. energy all the time, you guys. You know what I mean? You're gonna have to give me a break. Yeah, yeah
1: not well. You deserve a break.
0: It's so funny. But it certainly is wonderful, and I am so excited that you, you wrote this song. I was really excited to hear that you did it. I was like, wow, that was fast, you know, and, and such a good quality song. Now, working with yeah. Dylan, it sounds like he's just thrilled. He's never collaborated this way either. And, and for him, it was almost, he felt like it's just a natural transition, like walk right through, you know, mostly I would say because of your professionalism and your, your experience. You know, that really helps.
1: Well, it was a real team effort. Um, And if I go back to, I I wrote the song and then, so I wrote it at home and um, my producer, uh, uh, James Kempster from Rock Candy Productions, he said, um, he said, okay, this is a good song. We should record it because, you know, I write lots of songs, but most of them don't make the cut. (laughs) So I... I, (laughs) It's only the ones that I think are good enough that I present him and I say I, I think this, I, th- I think this one is okay and he said yeah, it's a good song, so he worked on on the track uh, in his studio because you know we were in we were in stage three lockdown we still are, so he worked on the track in his studio, he tracked the guitarist uh, Troy Troy Downward who plays guitar on the track so there's live guitar on the track, um, and. Uh, then we had to find a singer. Well, while they were doing that, we needed to find a singer. So through the song tailors, I put out a call for singers. It was actually a talent search to find singers. Um, Because, you know, our project has supported artists, emerging artists for for as as long as it's begun. Mm -hmm. But when we first put out the call for singers... um, I think we were in earlier stages of the lockdown. By the time we had Singers Respond, we realised we could only record people who had uh, good quality home recording gear. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, Dylan, Dylan responded and when I went back to him, I messaged him and I said, Hi Dylan, well, that's great that, that you're interested. Do you have um, a home studio? And he said, yes, I do. And then we had to make sure that the quality of what he had was good enough, and that it would work with the technology that James has in his studio. And, and it did. And so we we went we worked as a team to make sure that uh, he got the music and the lyrics, and then James uh, put it into into the track. And there was a bit of uh, quite a lot of to-ing and froing until we were happy with it, until we got it right. So we worked remotely across time and and distance um, to get it to work. And I'm just thrilled with the teamwork that was involved.
0: It's fabulous. Well, I'm very excited for you. Let's bring Dylan on all the way from California so that he can get in on this conversation and tell us how about, you know, how he experienced this. Because I think it's really interesting how you guys just worked together and you just brought to us this most amazing song is it dylan klein right dylan that is correct you got it right awesome your song together wow what a powerful project i'm so excited to talk to you about it what made you like audition or how did you get together with ruth because you're in california and she's in australia right
3: that's correct yeah so we've been connected on uh, social media specifically instagram for a couple of years now, but essentially, you know, she writes these really amazing songs, and she had put out kind of a call for singers, if you will, on her social media that said, you know, calling all singers, we are looking for new talent that we want to work with. And you know, I've been connected with her for a while, so I, I put my name in the comments, and you know, I knew we were eventually going to work on something. But I was like, hey, I'm still here, and I, know, I already knew she knew about me. You know, we were very aware of each other and then she ended up writing me back you know separately and saying hey we actually have something that we think might work for you and it was the song titled Together um, and she had sent me an email and said you know I think given you know the, the pandemic that we're unfortunately dealing with now it's it's a really uplifting message and it was you know a, a track with uh, James Kempster who's the producer he sang a scratch vocal on it so I was listening to it and you know, within the first twenty or twenty-five seconds of listening to it, I was like, This is a really, really good song. This is a great message. And it's one of those things like you instantly like the song. And so, you know, I was very excited and I think I immediately wrote back an email with a bunch of typos in it and stuff right back to them because I said I'd love to work on you guys with work, you know, on the song with you guys and, and that's kind of how it started. So um, yeah, it was really an interesting process. I can tell you more details about how we how we did that remotely,
2: if you like. But I'll yeah,
0: I'll stop here. I would. I am mean, interested in it because I know there's a lot of listeners that haven't tried this before. You know, I I'm really up on technology, so I can totally see it working. And I've worked with people across the lines so many times. But why don't you walk us through what you guys did to pull this project together? Because the the quality is excellent. You would never tell that it was a project where you were, you were each, you know, going through coronavirus issues where you can't get in the studio. You can't, you know, all be in the same room and collab.
2: Yeah.
3: So it's was, it was, pretty interesting. And I think for folks who are more familiar with how, you know, modern recordings are put together, you know, they might be more familiar with this, but I think for generally for, for your audience, I think it'd be interesting to talk through, you know, it's today you can send, you know, obviously music over email. So typically when, Uh, singers are being shopped tracks or music and producers are are writing the songs, songwriters are writing the songs. There may be a demo singer on the track. And so you'll actually get a copy, you know, a WAV file or MP3 is probably what most people are familiar with in your email. And you can take a listen to it, obviously. And a lyric sheet comes along with that. And so you kind of look it over um, and there's things that you assess as a singer. Just, you know, do you like the song? Do you want to be a part of it first? Does it make sense with, who you are as an artist because you're sort of putting your name on it you know when i work with the song tailors dylan klein becomes associated with the song together and them and you know you got to be sure that you're aligned with it from a project standpoint so i think number one that's the most important thing is does it make sense for both parties to engage on the song because it does take a lot of work once you decide yeah i'm gonna do it you know we spent a good amount of time working remotely and so that was the first step Is just you know do i like this song and i love the song it was it was a great message again and really timely given what we're going through and so after I kind of said you know I'd really love to work on this how do we get started uh the producer uh James who uh Ruth works with very closely on uh her productions kind of sent me an instrumental so it was essentially all of the instrument parts minus the vocal and I had a home studio here in San Diego and you know it's all acoustically treated and i spent way too much money on all the expensive microphones <laughs> and preamps and gear that I have to make it sound good but oh, yeah. basically what i did was, you know, listen to the instrumental and say, okay, this is how he sang it on the scratch vocal. And a scratch vocal is, you know, it's someone singing it to give you a sense for how you should sing it, how the melody should go. Mm -hmm. And so I took a first pass and did, you know, I think within 24 hours, I was so excited about the track, I immediately, you know, got into my studio and and sang a first pass, sent them back a demo and they said, you know what, this is this is really close. We really like it. I, I made some tweaks to the vocal. Sent them back what is known as kind of the final lead vocal, so the mm-hmm. lead melody. And they, they took a listen, and then we added harmonies, background vocals, and worked back and forth. I even had a couple video calls with the producer, James, uh, to talk through different aspects of the song and make sure it was coming together. And then they actually produced it over there in Melbourne, Australia, um, at their studio. And uh, let me look up the name it's the Rock Candy Studio, that's where it was produced. And so they took it on their side afterward and, and did all the production, the mastering, the mixing. Um, And then it all came together. And there's other instrumentalists involved, too. I think they had a guitar player. James is a bass player. And
0: I know Ruth plays piano. So it was a very collaborative effort across the board. That's fabulous. Yeah. And and you have a video, too, that reflects it. Now, was the video how did did you guys I would imagine you would each record your part? But aren't there certain apps where you guys can actually do that all together on a video?
2: Yeah, there's there's
3: a way we could do it all together. For that particular video, we sort of recorded separately, and then uh, I think there was some very talented video editors who put it together in a really nice way um, to make it kind of appear we were all doing it at the, uh, doing the song at the same time. Um, but I think we all kind of recorded our separate parts, and it was all composed uh, together in a way that you know, made it seem like we were kind of all in the same room, even though we were you know thousands of miles apart uh, doing this collaboration. So I thought that was really nice, nicely done as well
0: yeah It's phenomenal you guys are all so professional and you, you know here's you're walking down a little path where you're not really sure if you can do it right but you know that people are doing it so you have the confidence that like okay we can pull this together <laughs> but then yeah exactly right and then, is I've it,
3: never done any project like this to be honest like I've never worked I mean it was a new new group of musicians like I knew Ruth just through social media this whole thing is a, a new experience for me and yeah, there's a little bit of nerves involved because you're worried a little bit. Like, is this gonna? Is this really gonna work? Are we gonna be able to pull it off? Like, we've never done this. So I think on both sides, we were a little anxious but excited at the same time because if we could pull it off, you know, what a story to tell and what value we could add to our audiences across both platforms. You know, I know that song tailors have thousands of listeners across all their streaming platforms, and so it's a uh, it's a really nice project I think and very happy to be a part of
0: it I think it's amazing then when when coronavirus shuts us all down music just finds a way you know we've we've hit live streams you know people are showing up popping up everywhere and and you're just adapting I think actually musicians seem to adapt better than anybody. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and I I don't want to say musicians are coming out to be the heroes of this thing because the healthcare workers and the doctors, I think, are the true heroes here and all those professionals really working to save people's lives. But I think when it comes down to it, everyone's at home and everyone's looking for something to lift them up and something to give them hope and get them through. And, And I think that's really where music comes in. And that was, I think, what excited me most about this is just knowing that as I was listening to the song, it was inspiring me and giving me hope. And just to be able to do that as a musician, to give your audience something where they can listen to it and say, you know what? this is making my day. This is making me feel better. I was not in a good mood and now I'm feeling better. Um, that is amazing. I think that's really the power of music, as you said. So I totally
2: agree with you.
0: Yeah, it is. It's such a powerful thing. You know, when we when we live stream um, and, you know, we've been doing the radio show for, what, 13 years. So a long time. And everybody listens on the radio and to all the different broadcasts. But We really didn't do a lot with the live streaming element, you know, on occasion, but mostly more educational than playing music. But during coronavirus, we decided to just kind of get on there and like just kind of review songs, you know, just for the heck of it, because you got to do it anyway. So I was like, well, let's just play some random songs for people and at least the viewers open and I can contact when can connect, connect with people on social media through it. And it just turned out to be another side outlet, like a whole nother audience that maybe didn't know about us. And that's what I'm finding is I have some regular listeners that are jumping on the live streams when they can or hitting the replays mostly, but I'm, I'm noticing that there's a whole nother audience that never knew about us. And even though we have so many hits on the radio station, here's just like a big extra expansion just by live streaming that we would have never realized for if it weren't for coronavirus and just reaching out to people you know, it's powerful. Yeah.
3: And I I wasn't aware that the live stream aspect of the radio show you guys are doing is relatively new in terms of playing music because I, I actually caught up and watched a few of them recently and I was very impressed. The whole production is amazing. The the sound quality is great. The video is great. The way that you run them is amazing. And yeah, it's just very professional.
0: I think it's adding a lot of value to the community. So Thank I'm you. glad that you guys have also Thank found you. a very cool way to add
3: value. And, and, you know, I think hard times make people adapt and you know, unfortunately, sometimes we as humans, you know, we kind of get used to our routines and, you know, as, totally. as this uh, pandemic <laughs> is, you know, we find interesting ways to, to bring more value in different ways. And so there's the silver lining there, I think, you know, in everything we're doing. so
0: Absolutely. Totally. Oh, yeah. Live streaming is a different animal altogether. It's like fish out of water. But I'm so blessed that the the audio sounds really good. <laughs> I don't know how it it really <laughs> we're pulling it off, you know, but I mean, we have all the fancy equipment to do it. It's just, there's a, there was a learning curve and we're only a month in, so it, it's really new.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see how you guys kind of grow that. And, you know, I assume as you continue to do the live stream aspect, more and more people will sign on and it will just kind of snowball into this really beautiful community that you know
0: hadn't been there before so it's really we're, great and i'm i'm blessed to be part of it from the the beginning you know i think aw, you thank know, you. I, you That's know so just
2: a sweet. couple you guys have been doing it for a month so and we're getting to be I think you played it on the live stream, which was awesome. I really
3: appreciate you doing that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. Actually, I think I've played it like four or five times already because I really love the song and it just fits, you know, like I'll be talking to people and I'll be like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to play this song for you because (laughs) this says everything I mean to say. So let's just play this one. And, you know, um, do you... I thought I saw, I, maybe it was just Instagram, but are you on just Instagram? Are you doing video and music videos across like YouTube and other platforms too?
3: Yeah, so I do have um, the at Dylan Klein music is kind of my handle across all the platforms. I am probably have like the biggest audience um, of people who follow me on Instagram, but I do have a YouTube account and a Twitter and a Facebook page and oh, man, more, more recently a TikTok. I'm... I'm uh, probably a little too old for the TikTok, so I'm trying to get into it, but it's a little bit of a different animal with all the things you got to do to be cool on TikTok, so
0: it's uh, yeah, I'm getting into that, so
3: I, I don't know if you have to see.
0: TikTok yet, but I want yeah, to it's see. a other thing. Yeah, we haven't, well, I mean, listen, there's an AVA library of TikTok that we just do nothing with, so anytime you want to go on there and do a TikTok, you let me know. <laughs> Will do,
3: yeah. It's a whole different <laughs> all different ball game.
0: That's all it really is. But we have some influencers that like, well, they're, they just got so big, seriously. Like some of the work we're doing for major labels, we actually pass it on to the influencers on TikTok because they can accomplish so much just by starting a hashtag on TikTok. It's incredible. It's like how music, you know, in some ways is getting promoted to that specific audience. You know, like so if you have a really young song, a pop song, something that's, you know, not really taking any retro styles, but something just really like kind of loose and new, you can put it through TikTok and literally it will just explode. It's amazing.
3: Yeah, it's interesting because you can drive. It's almost like you need to bring some sort of entertainment value. But once you do that, there's a place I think if you have over a thousand followers, you can put a link. And so it's almost like if you can get people to, to watch you or whatever you're into and whatever you're bringing value from entertainment they'll say okay what is this link and then we'll go click and if it's music or whatever you're, you're pushing the content you know that you can drive in that traffic so I think it's a really cool way to do it and definitely people have been using it very successfully so I think we, we both need to take advantage of it more it sounds like so.
0: yeah I have I have done some but it's, it's just yeah like you said it's not really my bag <laughs> I've got so yeah, much to absolutely. do but I did get like goofy with it you know like if I was going to do a TikTok it, it definitely was on those those moments when you just don't feel like being yourself <laughs> and you yeah, just want to yeah. be absolutely yeah, goofy some yeah and get on tiktok and I've, I've talked to some of my friends and they've been like yeah that's the only thing i do with it too is i figure nobody's watching me so i just like do like crazy <laughs> stuff that i can't do anywhere else
3: Yeah, and then you find out your coworkers have added you as a friend, and you're
0: like, "Yeah, that's exactly what happens. You're like, "Oh God, I gotta go delete all this stuff." (laughs) Well, Dylan, it's such a great, great pleasure to talk to you, and I'm really excited about this project. Thanks for bringing it to us, and thanks for doing it. You're the perfect fit. I love it, It, and I'm really excited to see what people say.
3: Thanks, Jacqueline. It's been great talking to you, and I appreciate being on this show. And I really love what you're doing with your online radio and the live streaming and the bringing the music, the live streaming aspect of the music lately. and That's been great speaking with you, and uh, I hope your community continues to grow. It's been a pleasure as well. I'll talk to you very soon.
0: Yeah, me too. I'll talk to you soon. Ruth, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it, and it's been so cool connecting with you again. Thanks, Jacqueline.
1: It's been wonderful to speak with you, and I think the song in itself, it's called Together, but actually the way we produced the song embodies the message in the song we can uh we can work together um it's actually a testament to the human spirit and uh that you know when we really work together we can achieve pretty much anything And, and so i hope it does bring hope um for everyone for for all of your listeners for everyone in the world
0: so fabulous Guys, don't forget to look out for the video as well. We're going to be posting that on the page for the Behind the Music so you can look it up on the website because I know they have some video footage if you want to see them doing what they do and singing together. Here's the song for you so that you can hear it and experience this in your own way, in your own time. I hope you guys are doing well, and I really send you all the love in the universe really sincerely because we are all going through it and this is something that we really do need to be together in.
2: you